0: Hello, hello, hello. It's Cherish here. We are doing episode one. It's time to meet me find out who I am. My name is Cherish Jessup. I am from northern Kentucky. Actually, Walton, Kentucky, just south of Cincinnati, Ohio. I grew up in a small town up in Sydney, Ohio. That's where I was born and raised. Um, I'm going to try not to use the word um, so, I have already recorded this once and I said, um, pretty much like every time I change the subject or every time I change the sentence, I was using that two letter word and I want to cut that out. So I'm going to attempt to not use that two letter word. So I just wanted to do it just now, oh my goodness, it's, this is going to be hard, but I can do it, I can do it. So about me i am a mother of two beautiful children both in college so proud of them i have a wonderful husband who works his tail off for corporate america i am so ready to retire him from there but i am not able to just yet the key word there being yet I will be able to do that eventually, one day, one, you know, it's only been about 10 months since I have been in network marketing. So yes, I am in network marketing. I do not, I am not where I want to be. That's a funny story. We'll get that into that in another episode. This episode is about you guys learning who I am. So I come from a very, let's see how do i say it um ah there's that word oh my goodness so i had a very loving mother i had a father who uh he he loved me he just didn't know how to show it if that makes any sense at all so basically i love my dad i'll do anything for my dad um right there's that word every time i say the word i'm gonna know it and be like there's that word So I'd do anything for him, which I am doing right now, doing everything in my power to help that man. He is a, it's a rabbit trail. First, let's learn about me. Let's not get into that part of it. So growing up, I had very low self-esteem. My dad had a nickname for me. My nickname was, I apologize. I am a Christian myself. I do not say this word, but I'm going to say it just so you guys get the gist of where I'm at. My nickname was Shithead, yep, Shithead. That was my nickname growing up. I was told I was worthless. I was told I'd never amount to anything, that I was a nobody, that I could do nothing right, nobody would ever love me. Like, if you name it, I was probably told it just to keep me down. But truth be told, did it keep me down? Absolutely, it kept me down. It kept me so far down, I had so low down into the ground, It was horrible. It took like, somebody telling me they were sending me to prison is what brought me out of it. And that was when I was in my twenties. So my whole life I spent trying to prove, prove, to everybody that I met that I was not worthless. But the more I tried, the worse it got. So, honestly, now that I am a Christian, I can see what the devil was trying to do. Like, I don't know how many times the devil tried to destroy me between the age of 16 and the time I got married at 26. I was very late to the ball game getting married. I didn't have my first child till I was 27. I didn't get married till I was 27. So when I say, I don't say this lightly, but I led a very full life. If you can think it, I probably have done it. If you can think of a job, I probably worked it at some point in my lifetime because I was, I'm a survivor. So I went to college after high school and after high school, I did go to college and I Got in trouble in college. Like my first week in college, I was already in trouble. So I literally was only in school for a semester because I got in so much trouble. They called my dad and said, come get her. So that's my first mistake coming out of high school. Went to college like you're supposed to. And I got sent home. Yep. So there's, you know, strike number one. My dad's like, yep, see, told you. you were worthless. So anyways... Things just went downhill from there. So I came home. I actually only lived at home for about a month or two and I hightailed it back out of there because I just couldn't take it. I headed to Florida, loaded a U-Haul, had a friend drive my car down, nowhere to go. I found an apartment on my way down and then I got a job down there. And when I was in Florida, I got in trouble again. I got a DUI. So of course, now I have to come home because at one point I was living in my car because I lost my apartment because I couldn't pay my bills. So it's just been a whirlwind of life. And then once I came home from Florida, I still got in trouble. I got an apartment in Dayton. I got a job. I met a guy, introduced me to some really not some good stuff. And got in more trouble ended up getting one two three DUIs in a two-month span yep guess who was going to prison that was me I actually got to spend the night in jail that was no fun I did not enjoy that at all I'm giving you guys this testimony for a reason because there is a story you know there is a great ending to this testimony so back to I went to prison I went to jail um, I what's it called bond so I bonded out $500 I got out of jail had to go to so I had court in one week I had one week to figure out how I was going to convince the judge not to send me to prison like I just because that's just who I was I'm like all right I can, I was a manipulator I would manipulate whoever I could to get what I wanted and that's what I did I'm embarrassed to admit that but Truth be told, that's who I was. I was a manip... Yep, a manipulator. How do you say that? Don't be laughing at me over there, it's all good. Uh, That's me. I do not pronounce my words the way I'm supposed to. They just come out of my mouth. So basically, I would just find ways to make people do what I wanted them to do for me. So I had to do that, I had one week. Well, I couldn't figure it out. So. I got saved I got saved two days before my court date God fell on me like you don't know what I was sitting in my apartment in Dayton and I was just like done like I was over it I didn't want to go to prison I didn't know what else to do there was no no change in anybody's mind they had evidence I mean I was toast so anyways I said five words I plead the blood of Jesus over me I plead the blood guess that's more than five words I guess that's nine words anyways I said those words and all of the heaviness lifted right off of my shoulders like immediately like right now I called my mom I'm like mom I just got saved and she was like praising God and you know all excited because she had been praying for me for years to get saved so I got saved I went to court judge had favor over me gave me community service and I did lose my license for three months but only three months no jail time no prison just community service um when he oh there's that word so when he he found out I got saved he found out I was changing my life around so God had favor on me so what I'm trying to tell you guys is never ever 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 think it's over it's never over if you still it's never over no matter how bad you feel like you can't do it no more god is there to jump in save the day i was not a christian i was not reading my bible i was the farthest person away from god at that point like what i was doing was totally not christian like at all And God still swooped in and saved the day because that's what God wants. He wants you at your lowest point and that's where he swoops in because that's where God knows you will see him. You will notice that he is the one that saved you. He is the one that will come in and take care of everything. And that's what he did for me. And I know that's what he can do for you. So that's my testimony. Um, I was, that word. So to tell you guys what I was into, I was addicted to cocaine. I was addicted to sexual activities. I was pretty much addicted to alcohol. I worked at a strip club. I was not a stripper though. Just have to tell you guys that. I was a shot girl, so I was always drunk. And that's how I got my DUIs, just because I was driving home from work from that place. So that is where I was at. And the night I got saved, the night that God reached down into my soul and saved me, I was higher than a kite, drunker than a skunk, and I stumbled out those nine words and God saved me right there. I was not sober, I was not in a church, I was in my living room, in an apartment, by myself. Just me. Nobody else was there. And let me tell you, I am so glad that God did that. He, and now I look back at all the times in my life that I didn't know why God, why I was spared in certain situations. There was times where I should have OD'd, but God didn't allow it. So that tells me that God has so much in store for my life, but the devil is working so hard to destroy my life. I have literally zero, friends nobody I can call like I have friends like acquaintances if you know what I mean like I talk to a lot of people on Facebook I have a lot of relationships I care about everybody that I talk to if you're listening to this and you are we're friends on Facebook we're friends on Instagram I truly care about you but what I'm trying to say is I don't have that person that I can call like I can't pick up my phone and call someone and be like, well, I wait, I have one. I have one that I can call, but we don't talk every day. Um, I don't, you know, she's a, she's a friend and I can reach out to her anytime. I can text her and be like, pray for me. And she would literally pray for me. Like she is a friend, but it's not, I don't have a best friend. Let me rephrase the word friend. So I don't have a best friend. I have acquaintances and yeah, I have a few friends that I can call upon um so that is true i do have friends that i can call upon if i need prayer i just shoot a text out so that is true i do have that and i'm very grateful for you guys so you know who you are out there so yeah so i'm just lost my train of thought because i was just like oh my gosh where was i at Uh, i can't remember my brain is flooding with so much information that i want to say and i don't know where to What's my next step? So we were at friendships. I have acquaintances. Oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. So I have like eight, nine hundred people on Instagram. No, Facebook. And I have like almost 400 on Instagram. Y'all are friends, like your acquaintances. I enjoy talking to you guys. Like when we get the messenger, I, I enjoy wishing you a happy birthday. I enjoy watching your family grow. I enjoy all of that. That is fantastic. I have so much fun communicating with everybody that is exciting but sometimes you need more in life you can't be on social media 24 7 and when god laid it on my heart to do this podcast i was just like whoa no like no way and he's like do you want to go live or do you want to be on a podcast and i'm like podcast not that i'm afraid to talk to a video camera because we all know i like my videos i like doing videos but i'll tell you what i'm scared to death of that live button i am gonna have to do it i know it i know it i know it every time i want to do it i get scared i get the shakes i'm gonna do it though i will i will i will i will I i promise i will do it so i'm kind of off topic here we're back to me so i got in trouble i was going to prison i got saved yes so i got saved i got on a tangent there wow so when i got saved in 1999 is when I got saved. And then it was July of 99 I got saved. I met my husband in August of 99. We got married in January of 2000. We had our first kid Jan- December of 2000. And then we had ours Then we had our second child in 2002. We have been married 21 years, will be January. So it's been a great life. I'm glad that God had mercy on me and saved my soul, pulled me out of that crappy lifestyle I was living. But let me tell you, God is there for everybody. That's my tangent I got on, whoo-wee. It got fire-ish there, whoo. So that's where I'm at now. I got two kids in college, like I said earlier. I have a great life like I'm enjoying life but what I'm not enjoying is not I'm not enjoying not how do I say it um, yep there's that two-letter word silly me I say that word because I'm thinking I'm thinking of the right word to say as I sit in front of this Kroger parking lot doing this podcast from my telephone in my car, because I was so aggravated today that I just had a really crappy day and I just needed to get all this off my chest. I, I was supposed to do this yesterday, which was Christmas day, but I never had time in my Christmas day. Like my family kept me busy. So I'm like, well, then I had to work today and who likes, can I ask you guys a question? Do you guys really enjoy working for somebody else, building their dream? Just think about that. You go to work day in and day out to build somebody else's dream. That's what I was thinking today. And I got in the worst mood. Like I was in this store doing a job that I'm like, I really don't feel like doing this job. I don't want to be doing this job. The J-O-B, I don't want to. I want to be home building my dreams, doing my thing. But I couldn't because I have a responsibility and I I fulfilled my responsibility at one store. I have to do another store. We'll get to that. It just has to be done by Monday. I still have two more days, no big deal. I don't have to do it all today. So I'm just telling you guys, do you really enjoy building somebody else's dream? What you're doing today, the job that you're working Monday through Friday, you go in, you clock, you punch a clock, whatever it is, you know, however that works. Um, I don't punch a clock personally. I hit buttons on a computer and tell them when I was there. So anyways, it's not your dream. Would you not enjoy building your own dreams? Do you not have dreams? Like I have dreams. I want to travel. Travel, travel, travel. I want to jump on a plane and just go when I feel like going. I don't want to have to worry about asking for time off. What time of the year is it? Is it a holiday? Well, I can't leave on this holiday because I have to be at work at this day after the holiday. Because I have to blah, 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 blah. no. I want to build my own dreams. And that's what I'm going to do. That's where I'm headed. That's what I'm going to do. So that's what I wanted to tell you guys. Just give you the FYI on me. Give you some information about me. I'm a crazy... Yeah, no, I'm not really crazy. But I have passion. I have passion to help people. I have passion to serve. I want to serve people. You do not understand. When I text you or I call you or I'm like, Hey, you have to... Just hear me out. It's not because I'm trying to make money off you because I don't really care about the money. I don't care because guess what? The money comes. I don't really need the money. My husband has a great job. I'm not trying to say, I, you know, money's nice. Everybody needs money, but I don't do network marketing for money. I do it because the products that I take help. They keep you rolling all day long there's a they keep you happy all day long unless you're like me today and no matter what I did I wasn't going to be happy because I was doing something that didn't make me happy um I lost my peace with it I actually said something while I was at work to to somebody else that works for the company that I was serving that today and that's when I lost my peace because I said something I shouldn't have said and the chick just looked at me like I can't believe you just said that but yeah so I did it to myself today, had nothing to do with my products. I'm always in a great mood. I'm always happy. I'm always upbeat. But today I was not because I sinned and I needed to ask God for forgiveness. And I have now done that. That required me to get in my car at five o'clock at night. My husband was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have to go drive. He just looked at me. I'm like, I have to go drive. He's like, okay, okay. Like he, he gets it. Like he knows me. We've been married almost 21 years. When I say I've got to go, he knows I've got to go. Like, and he knows I'll come home in a whole different mood. And I will, because I actually got in my car, turned on my worship music, cried, I sang. And I drove to this Kroger store because I knew that I would have peace and quiet, that there was nobody gonna come interrupt me. And I just just was, I honestly was just gonna sit here. And God says, now. I'm like, now what? He's like, now podcast. I'm like, What? I'm like, I'm in my car. he's like, you can do it from anywhere. You tap that little app and you make that podcast. I don't even know if the podcast makes any sense because we have jumped from this to that, to this to that. But guess what? This is who I am. This is, you know, this is who you're going to get. I'm sure there'll be a lot more content coming. God has got so much he wants to say. There's so much going on. I don't even know what's going on in this world right now. All I know is 2020 is wrapping up. Do I look for 21, 2021 to be like any different? Nope, not at the beginning. We're gonna step right into the same. It ain't gonna all of a sudden vanish away. Trust me, when you wake up on January 1st, 2021, Corona's still gonna be here. You still have to wear your mask when you go out. If you live in that, you know, depending on where you live, where I live, we have to wear a mask. So nothing's gonna change. It's still gonna be the same, but what you can change is you. You can change your outlook on life. You can change the way you think, the way you feel. You can change yourself. You can't change your husband. You can't change your kids. You can only change yourself. And when you change yourself, that is when you will see the change in other people. When you change your attitude about things, that's when you will see the things in your life change. It's all in you. It all starts with you. You have to change before anybody else can change. I think I'm going to leave it right there. So, hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. If you did, please leave me a review. Let me know. Give me five stars. Give me a share on your stories, on your page. Let people know I'm out there. I know this is only episode one. I will record more as God leads me. I don't want to give any promises or if, wins, or wins. You know, I don't know when I'm going to do it. I want to do them every day, but I'm not sure if I can commit to that right now because once I make that commitment, it is something I have to hold to. I don't make I don't say I'm going to do something and not. So, I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm going to ask you to go into the new year and change you. Change the way you look at life. If there's anything I can That's all I got. That's all I can suggest is just change who you are, change the way you think, change you that's it be you for you don't be you don't be somebody else don't do things because somebody else wants you to do it you know if somebody's like hey let's go I don't know how old you are I don't know who's listening but you know you college kids you don't have to drink to have fun it's okay to have a drink I have a drink occasionally but you don't have to get drunk to have fun I'm not here to you know, tell you guys you can't drink. It is what it is, you do you. But what I am here to tell you is that it's not gonna change anything. When you wake up tomorrow, you're still gonna be the person that you were before you had all those drinks the night before. You are not changing you. You are changing the way you think you are. You're putting yourself in a, partic- a, a predicament of a state of mind of what you want to be like who you want, who you think you need to be, and who you really need to be is just you. If people don't like you for you, then those aren't the people for you. Oh, that was pretty good. If you, I don't even know if I can say it again, let me see. Cause it just came a flowing out of there. So if you can't, I don't want you to do things for other people thinking that that's what they want. You need to do you for you. You can't be you for somebody else. Who cares what they want? you got to do it for yourself. Be yourself. I Hope everybody has a safe and happy new year. Who knows? I might be back on before. If not, have a safe and happy new year. I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye.